Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. No Ken. No Worship Brother Ken tonight. He had a uh, stated communication at his lodge in uh, Harmony Lodge, so yep, he's out. So with that, even though this is uh, episode 150, we're going to postpone any celebrations till Sunday when he's back. We could celebrate that Ken's not here. We could celebrate hey! that. Hey, Ken's not here! <laughs> I wonder why it's so dark. The gruesome twosome. <laughs> so dark. I thought it was getting darker earlier. It's just that Ken's not here. And uh, before we started recording, I told you I am wearing my Game of Thrones shirt that says, I drink and I knew things. And that's the little guy that's that said the little that, guy right? who says yeah. it. Yep. So oh. I gave you a freebie it's on that true. one. It's true. I'm wearing my uh, Goose and Gridiron Tavern shirt that one uh, Danny Collins got us way back. I think that might even be the wind- Winding Stairs. Who was the company? It's oh, why I don't know. this company. I don't know. Uh, I tore the, la- the label out. Uh, anyway. But I know Danny Collins purchased it. Oh, wait. What's it say here? Yep. Juan Juan Sepulveda, thewindingstairs.com. There you go. If they want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> they, too, can... Uh, or fight us. <laughs> well, that, or they could uh, become uh, patrons on Patreon How for as little as $3 a month. <laughs> How funny would that be, though, to have like a, a podcast rumble, right? Like a, a like, oh, a, we were totally... like I'm picturing like like WWE, right? I'm picturing like King of the Ring, right? Where they all come running in, yeah. it's just chaos, it's just pure chaos, pure chaos. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Either that or it's going to be like uh, Cobra Kai versus Miyagi Do, right? Um, before we get started, this episode is number one fifty, and we are going to be talking about the one day festivals of Freemason degrees. Which is uh, just a brief synopsis. It's where show up on a weekend or a single day, whatever it is, and it's usually a they do all three degrees in one shot. Uh, multiple people go through the degrees at a time. Sometimes, on rare occasions, it's done by, um, excuse me, uh, it's done by uh, one person. It's performed for, and it's usually for yeah. Like there's an exemplar that goes through while right. the others. Uh, if it's a large group, the others will sit on the sidelines and kind of watch the degree. Well, I was thinking around. the one day festival for like the guy who's going off to Afghanistan. Oh yeah, 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 like that. Um, but uh, we're going to get into that momentarily. But I do have something to point out uh, per our last conversation that we talked about in regards to myself being a three percenter and how do I coincide? The oh, two. here we go. So I have a do. I do have a rebuttal, and it took me a little minute. I'm, I'm a little okay. slow, so it took me a little moment to to rebuttal, to, not rebuttal, but come up with a come up with the counter. And, and your your argument is that you, you know. If something was to happen, you have to be 
You have to peacefully submit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> peacefully submit. So to your government. my argument to that is that there is also in the Masonic um, ritual where you will obey the laws of the land. Correct. Now, back in 99, 2000, I took an oath. And that oath was going here. to... Support the Constitution, which is the supreme Defend law of the, the land. the Constitution okay. against all enemies, foreign, domestic, and it is the supreme law of the land. See what I got here now? Yeah. So, in my personal opinion, upholding that oath, which I took first, is not contradictory to Freemasonry because Freemasonry says you must obey the law of the land. I'd say that's a, a valid counter argument, a valid counterpoint. How about a counter counterpoint? Counterpoint. Uh, I think it both, doesn't make it right. right. I'm just saying, like it, it I can still be, get my I can still get my car can yanked, a, <laughs> You can make a, a valid <laughs> argument that uh, mm-hmm. you're obeying the law of the land and, and the oath you, that I took. And right, because you took an oath to defend the supreme law of the land. Hashtag oath keepers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joe. No, I can. Uh, okay, I'll give you that counter argument. That's that's valid. Oh, Joe, you lost the left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little inside joke between me and Joe. We were uh, talking about the debates earlier. Not getting political, but we both had a good laugh at the 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 dramatics of the evening. So. And uh, <laughs> and we won't get into specifics of no. it. We could talk after we, we yeah. shut the mm. uh, shut everything down. But. I made you a promise today, and I fulfilled that promise and listened to what you wanted me to listen to, the whole uh, thing. I got through the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we can talk about that afterwards. But Bongino. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What about the other one? No, I hadn't gotten to that. Oh, all right, all right. I hadn't gotten to You'll that. You'll laugh your ass off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so let's get into festive one-day degrees. We pretty much already give you a synopsis. Yeah. Um, so I guess for 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 me, uh, so let me just give a little background yeah, yeah, before right. we jump please, in. Please, so please. this all started uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, member of the Freemason podcast community, Brandon Sanders. Not a, sure off the top of my head if he's a, a brother or not. Um, I think so. I'm assuming he is because he re- he referenced us as brothers. So he just posed the question on the community page, brothers. What are your thoughts on one day conferrals? And I was the first person to respond. And again, before I make any comments, and I made sure I put this, uh, well, I'll actually read to you what I I put on Facebook. I am adamantly opposed to them. Mm -hmm. So that's that's number one. Then, that's just my personal opinion and does not necessarily reflect the opinions or views of the Freemasons podcast, the Grand Lodge of Connecticut, Ancient Free and Accepted Masons, or any other other lodge jurisdiction or grand jurisdiction. That's my disclaimer. Wait, 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 wait. So you were looking down at your phone as you said that, so I'm sure Raph already sent the disclaimer because he's Mr. Disclaimer. So I don't know if he did or not, but that's <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was attached <laughs> to my comment <laughs> immediately. immediately. All of our comments are pretty much adhere to that, so... But so, I just wanted a reminder in case somebody was looking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I, I told the brothers that commented that I'd be reading some of these on, on mm-hmm. air tonight. And initially, it came in as pretty heavily against them. Yes. Um, started with uh, Brother Peter Daigle. Mm-hmm. Don't like him personally. Most Masons spend a lot of time learning the lessons. One day conferrals mitigate the work that they do and lessens the importance of them. Again, just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Brandon Sanders agreed with him. 
I also added a point that uh, I agreed with Peter because there's a bond that one builds over time when you have to go to the senior members of the lodge to help learn your ritual and you find out these things that, that occurs over a time. There's right. a bond that's formed. Um, Devaney weighed in and he did not violate rule number one. Wow. Not He's been pretty wow. on the straight and narrow lately. I, I give him credit. He has not violated rule number one in quite some time. Uh, totally against it for many reasons. To me, for him, the degrees of masonry are, are very personal and they're earned, not to mention the understanding and comprehending everything. It's a lot to sit there and try to absorb everything from mm. one degree, mm-hmm. let alone three in one day or even three in two days. Right. Um, again, he throws in his views and opinions are solely his own. It may not represent <laughs> everybody had to throw a disclaimer in. Um, then Worshipful Brother Ken, even though he's not here, uh, he 100% agreed unless there are compelling circumstances to justify them, and there are a few. Um, he tells folks to shy away from degree festivals for exactly the reasons these good brothers indicated right. prior. So then I added in, well, doing one before somebody's going off uh, to war uh, would be an exception in my book. If, if somebody's going off to to fight overseas mm-hmm. and you want to make sure they get through their degrees so that they receive the, the benefits of a Masonic funeral right. or can attend uh, a lodge, a military lodge while he's deployed. I think those are, are great reasons to right. do it. He also wrote toasting without me with lead slingers question mark. Who wrote that? Ken? <laughs> no, he could have been here. Yes, he could have. Um, I told him to bring down harmony lodge. He said they got business to attend to. So do we drinking lead slingers. Don't worry. We uh, we both, well, it wasn't a mess up. It actually worked out in our benefit. You and I had this same idea tonight, and while well, you were out buying a bottle of lead slingers, <laughs> I was out buying a bottle of lead slingers, so we now have two bottles of lead slingers. Yes, we do. Uh, perhaps we'll save uh, mine for if we have uh, certain guests come up. But then Anthony Turner weighed in, agreed with us outside of very few rare circumstances. So that's kind of the wave that it was going. Lee Musikoff chimed in, and he mentioned the... Uh, service member who's deploying as well. Um, so that seemed to be Greg Schultz, not a fan of one-day conferrals. It's not personal enough to the candidates. It's just a way for lodges to create a quick infusion of cash with dues-paying brothers. Um, see, Matt Crow added in his lodge, um, you've got to attend 12 meetings before you can become a Master Mason. So they actually put a number on the n- number of t- uh, meetings you have to attend. Mm-hmm. Bill Powell, not a fan of, uh, unless absolutely necessary. Again, reiterated the military piece. But then Rob Fowler comes in just to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a C2A class here in Missouri. I'm not sure what a C2A. Um, but he's got an EA at a lodge meeting on a Thursday night. Then on Saturday, he went to class. Then there were 30, 30 of them getting their fellow craft, and then Master Mason did fellow craft in the morning. Master Mason was after lunch. Right. Um, so he added his experience. So that was, he pretty much described what a festival uh, looks like. Right. Uh, the following day, he became a Shriner. So he went from Thursday <sighs> to Sunday, did, fellow, uh, did EA Thursday, Fellow Craft Master Mason Saturday, mm. Shriner Sunday. Um, in that time, he has not missed a single Blue Lodge meeting and moved up to Junior Steward. So oh, wow. there's somebody that's done it and has stayed with the craft mm. and has um, has actually advanced <coughs> through the rankings. So there's some discussion around that. And then uh, somebody else, 
uh, Levi Binniger. Again, not not 100% sure if he's a brother or not, but he's on the community page. Um, mentioned a study that I was trying to get my hands on before this episode to uh, actually provide some data, but I haven't. But once I do, I'll uh, try to put it up on the on the page. But there, I know Ohio did a study, Freemasons in Ohio, or Ohio Grand Lodge, because our most worshipful grandmaster mentioned it on a Zoom call that I was on, as mm-hmm. well as the most uh, recent Connecticut Freemasons newspaper that I know you subscribe to. And um, <laughs> mentioned that there was a study done between one-day Masons and ones that went through the traditional way. Mm. How many NPD? How long do they stay? Mm. Uh, how engaged are they? And apparently that study found that there was no difference um, in NPDs or, or stay rate, whatever you want to call it, uh, or success rate uh, for the people that went through one-day um, festivals versus traditional way. So that was the – there was enough discussion and topic uh, – discussion on the, the Facebook page where I'm like, you know, let's make it the topic for the day when you call me this morning and say, what do you want to talk about tonight? It kind of fell right into our lap. Right. Uh, Jason Bokanowski, I think I said that right. He said, uh, "Wow, that's really good for you." That's pretty good. Probably I'm pretty did. proud of myself. Give myself an attaboy for that one. Uh, he said hello, and then I said hello, and he responded with, "Thank you, sir. Greetings from Plum Creek Seven Ninety Nine." So, shout out to you in Plum Creek Seven Ninety Nine. He should have replied back. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> um, welcome. We're discussing one day festivals. Uh, so now that I spoke like a lot, that's fine. It's okay. We, uh, I talk a lot, and was, I usually screw up words, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, go ahead. What's your uh, What's your personal take on them? And then I'll give mine. Plum, Pennsylvania. That's where he's from. Plum, Pennsylvania. Okay. Nice. Wonder where that is exactly. If it's on my uh, If it's along I eighty somewhere, I could stop by and see it next trip to Ohio. Their lodge will be closed. <laughs> But, the but ginger's coming. Shut I didn't the door. Say what day? <laughs> it doesn't um, matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, my take on it. Uh, it's going to go a lot different than what others, I think, would think of. Uh, most people are focusing on how many masons can we get in the door and how many are going to stay and remain. Blah blah blah. I take it from a different point of view, and mine is the initiatic experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am not opposed to a one-day festival for maybe somebody going overseas, military, uh, dying of cancer Mm -hmm. or something like that, putting them through all the degrees just so they can enjoy that if it's a single person. Right. Or or even up to five. We'll go with five. And uh, the reason why I say that is because... And when you say person, you mean the the person actually going through the degree? Actually going through. No exemplars. Yep. A big problem with exemplars. It's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of the Scottish Rite. I know I'm going to get hate mail from the Scottish Rite about that, but I... I, Not all Scottish Rite degrees, but most of them are performed as a play. And I didn't get as much out of it. I mean, I did get something out of it. Mm -hmm. Let me be clear on that. And Yeah, I sound like I'm backpedaling here, but... I did get something out of it, but not as much as I would say Master Mason degree, Knights Templar degree, um, some aspects of chapter and council degrees were extremely powerful Mm -hmm. because they are very, very personal. When you have a one-day festival of 30, 40 people show up, okay, they all show up and you all sign in, you sign in your name, you get your lunch ticket, pay your money for all your degrees because, of course, they got to get their money first. And they always pick one guy as an exemplar and they put the entire class on the side and you watch somebody else go through it. It 
doesn't do the same justice. Right. I've right. always said it since day one. Oh, uh, what's this? Jason Bokanowski. We're open. Stated is third Tuesday. The extra is Thursday and following Tuesday. Interesting. All right. I'll have to check it out and see if it's uh, on my travels. Mm. Cool. Um. And I hope uh, if somebody's if there's Masons in the area who are listening to this uh, podcast, uh, go to go to Plum, Pennsylvania. What was it? Uh, Plum, Plum Creek, seven ninety nine. Yeah, go visit. Um, but uh, it, it for me it takes away the initiatic experience of sitting on the side and watching somebody. It's like okay, it's for instance, I'll, I'll, I'll use a a war. Um, I'll use a war analogy. You're sitting your ass on the couch, right? You got a bag full of Cheez-Its, Cheetos, whatever you have, right? You're sitting there and you're watching the History Channel and you're watching them storm the beaches of Normandy, right? And you're like, wow, man, that must have been pretty intense. Now be the 18-year-old who was actually storming the beaches right, of right. Normandy. Like, oh, holy shit, it's a whole different story. Um, well, even when you and I were discussing it this morning, I brought mm. up the example where you... Uh, you know, in, in your military training, they, they throw you in some room and put the uh, mustard gas in there and make you take off your mask. And right. uh, I believe you said you got nut tapped while you were in there because you were doing a really good <laughs> job holding your breath. Podcast? I think you have. I think I have too. I think you have. But yeah, I got bag tagged. So and my stomach hurt worse than my lungs coming out of the gas chamber. So that sucked. So now is that the same experience as me standing outside going, "Wow, that looks like it really sucks." <laughs> That's not what would happen. You'd be standing outside <laughs> like Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. As I'm over here, like dry heaving right. my guts up. <laughs> but am I gonna say, "Yeah, I know what it's like. I saw it happen." You know, no. Even when I got my ass kicked off the rappel tower, screaming 40 feet to the ground. Yeah, no. Yeah. Being at the bottom, watching me, my, my, my limber body land into, <laughs> into the wood chips. Yeah, like, oh, 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 holy shit, that was pretty cool. But not be the person actually getting kicked off the rappel tower mm -hmm. 40 feet in the air. Um, well, I believe cops, like when they're through their taser training, they yeah. get tased. Yeah. Like that, uh, that scene from, uh, what you call it, <laughs> hangover. In the face. In the face. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. So for me, it's not a matter of whether or not we can keep this brother or keep this person who was raised and all that stuff. Right. For me, it's actually, at least in my opinion, it diminishes the initiatic experience, which is, if done properly, is extremely powerful. Oh, and yeah, it's God, something yeah. you're never going to forget, if done properly. Yep. So study your ritual, especially when you get back to the lodge after all this COVID. Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be that you've, guy. You've had plenty of time to learn it. I would say don't be that Messner, but Messner is actually really good at ritual. Messner is actually really good at ritual when he slows down and you can understand what he's saying. Oh, yeah. He's a speed team. Have you ever accidentally hit it on your podcast? You accidentally hit the speed up to one and a half from one, and you're like, wow, this sounds weird. That's Messner doing degree work. Yeah. But he knows his crap. I'll give him that. He knows his crap. I swear to God, I think he actually, before he comes to Lodge in order to prep for Lodge, like I can see him in the bathroom and just like a tank, like a spaghetti stained tank top and it's just under like tidy whities and just slapping himself in the face and then just do a ripper of coke off the freaking thing and then comes into Lodge. He seems like a That's how his ritual goes. He's like... He seems like a Joel Cola kind of guy, but yeah. That's the two liter bottle, but the same, like still in there with this... White tank top with the stains and the, well, the tidy whiteys have stains too, let's be honest. <laughs> but he's sitting there with the thing of jolt cola, guzzling it down. 
How did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> How did we get there? We're talking about ritual work. Oh, this, oh, is, this is why this is what happens when Ken's not here. Yeah, no, he goes like off our, the rails like yeah, that. Yeah, he's our grounding force. He's our guiding light. I mean, every once in a while we get eyeballs, but that's about it. No, literally, he's our guiding light because he like glows. <laughs> I said to you earlier, I thought it was because it was getting darker in here, uh, getting darker earlier. But it's that Ken's not here, so yeah. Then we realized it was just a balance that they yeah, took a light on exactly. You. But, Anyway, back on, so <laughs> back on festival. Wow. The initiatic wow. experience. If done properly, you were saying it, it's, it's very powerful. powerful and very. Absolutely. And I think when you sit on the sideline and watch an exemplar go through it, hey, Brother Lee, uh, when you go through it, um, rather than watching it, yeah. it's, it's more meaningful to you. And, I mean, that would even be the same. Even, we'll even go as far as doing the degree work. You know, to to watch a degree is great, but right. to actually be part of a degree is even better. Even Absolutely, better. especially number three. Dum dum dum. Which you have one coming up, and uh, we have one coming up in Morningstar in November. Yes, I believe. and yeah. guess who's number three? Are you number three? Boom. Nice. I'm who's number two? In. I'm just gonna walk in. All you're gonna hear is pod. <laughs> boom! Here it comes the boom. <laughs> but no, that'll be. But there is something. Ready or not. Here comes the midget from the south. Boom! Here comes the boom from south of the South Valley. <laughs> you know uh, what though? But there's a part. Of, but there's a specific part in that degree where things are happening, and you're blindfolded, and you right. don't know what's going on. Right. Um. And that's part of the experience. Absolutely. That's part of the building trust. <laughs> it's, it's it's. And Especially, I can't go into. Too many specific. Yeah, we can't get. I think we're pretty much here. Yeah. I'm thinking of like the third degree. Yeah. You know, if is there a specific part that if you're sitting on the side, you're not blindfolded. You're obviously watching the degree. Doesn't mean as much. Right. Right. Uh, again, we don't want to get too specific without giving away the third degree, uh, but it's powerful. Plus, like, and you know, and go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm thinking of a way to word it that. It's very in your face. It's very. Yeah. It's aggressive. Aggressive. It's, um, and it's it's aggressive in a good way. Let's right. be clear. It's, there's a shock value to it. There's a shock value to it. And I don't think you get that same shock and awe value right. as you would if you were sitting on the side. No, there's no way so you possibly what, no, could. No, you can't. And um, I mean, we've done festivals for for chapter and council as well. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we no, move no, on there, to that. No, no. Before okay. we move on to that. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, it's no secret that uh, I've talked about it m multiple times, how I really enjoy delivering the middle chamber and the, the fellow craft degree. And when I did it here just uh, a few months ago, we had Brother Savvy that went through it. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Brother Alex. Mm -hmm. And there was a brother from uh, Shepherd Salem. I don't remember his name, but we had three go through. Mm. But part of that middle chamber... And what I enjoy about that, it's me one-on-one -on -one with the candidates. I'm, I'm giving this lecture, looking them in the eye, having this conversation, having this dialogue. I had a, I had a, I'm sorry. I had oh, to use okay. my lighter. I had to burn. I had a little... Uh... I was going to say, I think it's a match that you need to light when you fart, not a, not a lighter. I don't <laughs> no, think no, no, I'm sorry. The, the clicking was my, was my, my Zippo. I had a... I had a, a one straggler, I guess, from the screen. From the screen, like that was thread. it was it like like mid vision of my face, so it was freaking me out. But that bond that you gain with your brothers, mm. like even me delivering that to them, created an instant bond. Right. 
that yeah. if somebody else watching it on the sideline, they might appreciate it. They might say, oh, yeah, that, that was really cool. It's not the same as me looking you in the eye. Absolutely. And delivering that to you and creating that connection. Right. Real quick, Daniel Morris, yeah. uh, he says, I've always wanted to attend these, I guess, non-traditional degrees. Uh, maybe you could be more clear about what you, you mean by that. Um, uh, I'm thinking he's saying he wants to attend the festivals versus the traditional. Oh, oh that, that's okay. how I'm reading it. If, it's, if that's mm. not what you mean, Danny, please. Uh, if you're going to attend a, a degree that you're going to watch, I recommend the Scottish White. Uh, Scottish White? Scottish White. Sean Connery? That's the pen. The Scottish Rite degrees. Oh, he says, uh, like I have seen Indian degrees and such. There was one that was supposed to be out east this year, and they had to cancel due to COVID. I've wanted to see that for a very long time. Actually, you're talking about Scottish Rite degree? No, it's an actual... um, Oh, yes, we were going to go to Delaware. Native Americans from uh, from Nebraska or somewhere, Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, maybe somewhere out there that actually put on a Native American-themed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear it's amazing with the drums, everything. Mm. Love Uh, to see that. I mean, Ken does one. He does the uh, Civil War. He does Civil War. War. Your lodge does farm. Does farm. I, yeah. Again, we've said there's. Scottish Rite does colonial Moose degrees. Moose up. Lodge up in Moose up, Connecticut does the quarry. Yeah, I've been to that one. That's mm-hmm. really cool in an actual quarry. Yep. Um, yeah, no, the, the non traditional degrees give it a certain flavor to it. Um, and it's even more impressive to the person who's going through it. Right. Um, because they're like, yeah, my degree was XYZ. Right. You didn't have the traditional one. Uh, I wanted to check the Civil War degree in PA. While I was working close to there. Yeah, I don't know where you're from, uh, brother, but uh, I know uh, Ken's Lodge up in uh, Harmony 42 in Waterbury, Connecticut does a Civil War degree. And they they do it all in full regalia and everything. everything. But we'll move on. Let's move on to, uh, like, York Rite. So I I recommended that if you like that particular, I don't want to say festival degree or or even that that particular where you want to sit and watch it as a play, I highly recommend the Scottish Rite degrees because they're very powerful and life lessonish, I guess you could say. Yeah, and, and definitely. There's a it's a morality play. It's a morality play, and they're um they're, they're really they're really good. If so, if you like that whole, I don't feel like walking around a room fifty seven times, and I kind of just want to sit on my ass and watch what happens. I highly recommend the Scottish Rite. Sometimes, yes, you're going to get pulled as an exemplar. See, I lucked <laughs> out because um, worship brother Bob first. And uh, illustrious brother, Jack Farkas, who we had up to talk about the 33rd degree, mm-hmm. um, pulled me as an exemplar in quite a few. Right. Especially the uh, 18th degree, the, the Rose Croy degree, which was a mm. um, pretty powerful degree. It was quite nice to be the exemplar in those. Yeah. So I, I got spoiled a little bit on that. So York Wright is also known for doing uh, its its, um, its festivals. They've done it uh, with Connecticut, I think. I don't remember the last time Connecticut did it. I want to. I remember one when I was a fairly new Mason. So we're probably talking 2010, 2011, where I know a bunch of people that went through and did their... Or was it Knight St. John's, Knight's Malta, and then Knight Templar? Is that the three? Mm, that's for Commandery. Yeah. So they did all three of those in one day, really? I remember. Mm. I took all of my degrees all the way to the York Rite one by one, which, truth be told, it's kind of a a pleasure and a pain at the same time because my, all of my degrees of York Rite took the... This yeah, that's fruit, fruit we're, fruit we're trying to get it. It's driving me insane. Um, all of my York Rite degrees took the better part of a year to complete. So for somebody who you know wants it, you know, 
And that's all. That's the cryptic degrees. The that's that's Royal chapter, Arch. council, and commandery. Yeah. So you could tell. However, I've never done York right because I watch. I will say the, uh, terminology. I'll be honest. I didn't really enjoy all of the degrees of York right, but there were a few that stuck out to me. Um, uh, let's see here, Jason Bokenowski. I witnessed the police. Uh, I witnessed a in a police office entered. Retired PA State Trooper Brethren did it in degree. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's we've cool. actually we, we used yeah. to have a police, police degree. degree. We still do it. They, 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 I haven't seen it in a while. I know Marshall, uh, most Marshall brother, uh, mm-hmm. Marshall Robinson was in the East. I think Shane mm-hmm. was a part of that. We also had the Caledonians, too. They did it all in Scottish. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I that was also. That. It, it, I don't know if it's been done in a long time, but I know Marshall Robinson also, most Marshall Grandmaster, past Grandmaster, Marshall Robinson also headed that up as well. Um, that's really cool. Uh, at one point, there was a Knights Templar Master Mason degree team. Hmm. That was cool. I know. And, uh, if, if by the grace of God, in the next couple of years, I become right eminent Grand Commander of the Grand Commander of the State of Connecticut, uh, I want to bring that back. And you got to banish Master. Gone. It's already done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have nothing to talk about. No, but uh, just, we, I'll, we just, actually... I'll just pull him in my office and be like, You're fired. You're fired. Get out. <laughs> that screwed up. Love you, Master. But we had uh, but still fired. York Wright College come and do a <laughs> Master Mason degree down at uh, Ashlar Aspetuck one year with the uh, most worshipful past Grandmaster George Greytech mm-hmm. in the East, which is very powerful. And those degrees, I think, are great. Mm. Um, and But it's, again, imagine the power of even these larger degrees or these themed degrees. Mm. With 20, 30 people going through. Yeah. Like, it's just not... And honestly, it ruins the experience. Because, right. again, the York right, there's two degrees in the York right. And I'm not talking about command. Well, I've already I've already talked the, the order of the temple to death. I already told you that's the best degree I've ever seen, or I call it an order when you get to that point. That one just blew my mind. That was the creme de la creme of all degrees in masonry. But we all have favorites, right? So there's two of them in York right that really stuck out to me. Um... One of them, and I don't want to get into specifics, but you are conducted. I'm going to talk about a degree. I'm not even going to say what degree it is because I don't want to take it away for somebody going through the line. There's a part where you're being conducted talking to Hiram, and he's explaining about things, and he stops, and he goes, when I die, they will bury me here. And that just grabbed me like, wow. Yeah. Just in the, the 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 guy who did that particular part of the degree, it, it it was like he did it with such like passion and and enth- not even let me say enthusiasm. It was just it was one of those things where he looked you dead in the eye and he said that line, and he stamped on the floor, you know. Yeah. And he said that line, and you're like, oh, oh holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think for me. If you're doing a festival, a guy in the sideline, you're not getting that eye contact. You're not getting that personal pizzazz, I guess, to it. Well, yeah, even in my uh, in my master mason degree, uh, worshipful brother John Deere, who we had uh, come up or not the call into us, not the tractor, um, <laughs> called in uh, last October when we were doing some mm-hmm. uh, pride stuff and, and mm-hmm. masons that were openly gay. Um, he was in the East for my Master Mason degree, mm-hmm. and there's a point in that degree where the Master looks you in the eye 
and kind of scoffs at you for your belief that you're a master mason and says something to the extent of, I don't even know if you're ever going to become one. And you're thinking to yourself, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I've been, I've been going through all this. Jason Boskanowski. He says, uh, brother Jason Boskanowski says, uh, quick question. Who answers Facebook Messenger since I know right before the George got banned? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Rafferty is the one who he usually, usually does, does. The, the Messenger stuff. It, if it's on the page, it's it could be any of us that have yeah. admin access. I think all you do. Yeah. I think everybody can. You and... Uh, so sometimes it's whoever gets there first. It's whoever gets there first. And... and uh, if uh, if you get a short and sweet answer that seems very brash, yeah, that's Rafferty. Yeah. But understand, he's not he's not a douche. No, he's douche. just a busy guy. Douche, no. a douche, yes? you douche, no. a douche yeah? <laughs> He's not a douche. He's uh, he's he's also a driver like me. So when he usually gets the messages, he's he's short and sweet. Um, and when he usually gets a chance to sit down and go back through, if he does. Uh, he'll respond more in depth, but uh, it's also Rafferty, though. Right. He's, it's just Rafferty. It's Rafferty. He's, just... he's a teddy bear, but a teddy bear that'll he's... be a grizzly bear that'll rip your throat I out. I would have to go teddy bear slash Sasquatch. Yeah, okay. Right? Because Sasquatch really just he's like the howls little... from the woods. He's and... like that bear that the <laughs> that you buy at the grocery store. He's a bear, but he's filled with honey. So he's sweet, but he's still a bear. <laughs> That's, that's and he's rapper. still plastic, so if yeah, he gets thrown at you, it still hurts. So <laughs> but uh, real quick, uh, uh, worshipful brother Joe Schultz could not comment on, I think that's who it was. Yes, that's who I have it in my phone as, but I think I switched their contacts at one point because I sent <laughs> Joe Schultz's pin to, to Greg Schultz and he wouldn't give it to him. Uh, but uh, one of the Schultzes, I believe it's worshipful brother Joe Schultz, says he can't comment on YouTube. But he brings up a valid point where Why we're can't talking. Why can't come out on YouTube? I don't know. Maybe he got banned too. Um, he brought up a, when we were talking about exceptions to the festivals and that type thing. He brought up a really good point. And he said because uh, there is a part in our um, degree work and ritual work that says that you can, uh, you shall not make certain people mm-hmm. mason, old man in dotage, and I won't expand right, right, past right, that. Right, 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 right. Brothers listening know what I'm talking about. So he's saying if you have somebody who's like really sick and on like their deathbed, mm-hmm. um, instead of rushing them through a festival, you can probably a better call to make for the grandmaster and make him a mason on site, which can be done, mm. and not put him through all that. So you know who was probably made a mason on site? Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Yeah. I was gonna go with Douglas MacArthur, but yes, he was as well. And there was somebody else too, uh, somebody else famous. But what the hell did I just do? So, good point there. So, that's uh, one less exception. Yeah. Um, if anybody's having problems uh, who watches on YouTube, again. Oh, are they on us now, too? Uh, I don't know. But there's been a couple of people who have been like, hey, I don't get notifications when you go live, and it doesn't allow me to chat or write in the chat, the live chat. You got to um, smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Is that how you do it? I, I believe if you are not subscribed to it. Like um, us too, like yeah. the Facebook, like like our uh, Facebook, no health Facebook, ban me the bastards. Okay, and you may need to turn on notifications. But uh, I know yeah. I have them, and I get notified when they come on. Yeah, if you could subscribe, so it's a issue. Yeah, like our videos. Yeah, okay. give us the thumbs up, comment. We appreciate it because it helps us out big time, especially being that we basically nuked Facebook Live and came over here to, to YouTube because, well, 
To hell with Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and eventually it'll be to hell with YouTube, too. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure out something. We'll start our channel. Also Rumble. Ken will start his own platform from some Russian bot. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Poor Ken. Ken. I'm surprised he didn't get his freaking Chinese Communist Party freaking emails at Nazi bastard. You know what we need to do next time? And I'm just thinking of this now. What? Remember when Alex Jones crashed Bohemian Grove? Yes. And they tried to get in. Next time Ken misses because he has a stated, uh-huh. we should just go mobile and do the podcast of us crashing his degree. We'll just stand outside and heckle them. We won't go into the room. But we'll, although it's Waterbury, we don't want to stand outside. Yeah, no, 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 no. I take that back. No Waterbury. No. We'll wait for them to meet during the day. <laughs> pull that shit in Seymour, you're probably yeah. fine. You pull that shit in Waterbury? Yeah, no, no, no. no never mind. But it was a good idea. And, uh, Sounded good. In theory, it's a good idea. So did Charles Island. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's funny uh, how we have these grand ideas. We have these grandioso ideas. Then things just... Yeah. We also have a. I know we've been saying it for a while, but we're actually going to make a video, and we're making uh, we're putting Ken to work. We're going to make a video of, and I think we would we title it basically, "How to Be Masonic." Yes. We're just going to put us in bad situations, but still have to remain Masonic. <laughs> yeah. So it's you're gonna you're gonna see the internal struggle of the daily life of being a Mason, where yes. something happens. I.e. somebody, I don't know, cuts you off on the highway when you're doing like 65 and it's not fast enough for them and they almost put you into the rail. And what you want to say, Mm -hmm. but then you remember that mirror that's in some lodges that says, remember, this is somebody's opinion of a Mason. And Mm -hmm. you end up not saying the things (laughs) that you want and you got to clean it up a little bit. You got to be nice. (laughs) Got to be nice. You got to play nice. You gotta, you gotta forward. peaceably, peaceably submit. <laughs> I actually look forward to getting back on our stupid videos that we'd make. We have to make some more stupid. We gotta videos. do. We gotta do videos. more commercials. That's the fun of it. What was the last, last commercial? We've been talking uh, about people getting thrown in HR every five minutes, and that hasn't happened. Right. Although we've been relatively tame. Relatively. Because we haven't, we haven't done after hours, and we haven't done after hours in forever. We gotta do that again. Um, we also have to get in, back into our videos. Puppet I mean, George has been on hiatus, other than a brief visit last episode. <laughs> Real brothers of genius, right? We got to get back on the horse, man. What did we have? The COVID paper filler out guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we got to work on that one. The lodge COVID protection yeah. officer, or something like something that. Something like that. And you know what we'll do is too. I'll actually get some cardboard and we'll make like a paper apron. <laughs> but we'll put like a we'll put like the 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 circle with the cross through it like the no yeah like the um the no smoking no, no smoking yeah, whatever yeah. yeah and we'll put that on his apron <laughs> and his jewel will just be like the bottom of a mask yeah yeah that'd be cool i like doing dumb shit <laughs> we're, we're really good at it we are good. <laughs> you know what though i mean i enjoy doing dumb shit like this because it shows people that masons are not what you think we are right we're not just some stodgy old people that's stodgy. unless when it comes to should we do uh festival degrees then we all become those grumpy past masters like no that's not the way we do it we didn't do it that way in my year so you said we're not those stodgy old guys and i had my opportunity go ahead take the I, shot <laughs> take the shot i had the shot and i didn't it. <laughs> 
I didn't take it, and I broke a major rule of engagement. <laughs> you didn't take the shot. But then again, I mean, I'm only. It's much more fun actually having somebody up here, and I didn't want you to leave because Ken's not here. So, but anyway, I won't leave. I won't. Leave. You can't get rid of me that easily. No, but but like it's back on this festival thing. I will admit openly in full disclosure, I've never attended one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps I know there is discussion of. Uh, there possibly being one in in Connecticut fairly soon, so I'd be interested mm. to attend it to see if it if it changes my mind at all. Because you know me, I'm relatively open minded, unlike you. <laughs> I'm open minded. No, stop it. What are you talking about? I'm open minded. Okay. <laughs> I'm open minded to protest that there should be. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something. Coming. That's why I just let it drop. Um, but um, but no, I, you know I'd like to. To see it, but I just don't. I don't see how you could possibly replicate the experience and the connection and the bond uh, that you get from doing it. The, the this is how maniacal I'm thinking of, though. Like now, I'm thinking of another video that we can do of just me and you in the back road, just going boom, <laughs> popcorn. We could be like the two this old sucks. guys. On the one guy's got the third, the, th- the 3D glasses on, like the old school ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like the new movie theater. It's like no, the one, red and blue, the, ones. The red and blue legs yeah. in the back. We'll put Ken popcorn. with like we'll take a one of the popcorn buckets, put it on Ken's head, and cut out the eyes like in like in Gremlins, right? Yep. Saw us in the back. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, we'll be like the uh, who is it, Waldorf and Statler from the Muppets, <laughs> the two old guys in the balcony, just that's not how you do it. That's not it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I don't think uh, I don't think our most worthful grandmaster Stephen W. Peter would appreciate <laughs> that. So we're joking. It's all satire. Yeah, I know it's, it's all satire. satire. It would never happen. Parody. But I said make a movie. I didn't say actually show up and do it. Like, <laughs> wait, that's make- where you thought I was going with that? Yeah. No. God no. I'm dumb, not stupid. <laughs> got another eye roll. You got another what? Oh, eye roll. <laughs> Well, at least that's all we're getting. I got called in that one time. You know, I, I got a formal reprimand. A formal reprimand. Yes, yeah. yes, you did. From the Santa episode. <laughs> Which, by the way, Christmas is coming. Yes, it we is. We may see the return of, of Santa. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, I hope not. What do you mean? Where did all these fruit flies come from? Just everywhere. Rocco must have been up here. He must have been. He's like Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <Sesame> <laughs> Street. <laughs> Just pops out of a garbage can. And goes, hey guys, but he's, he's the opposite up. of Groucho. Hey Rocco. Hey Look. brother Rocco. He's on here. He's. I don't know if he's still on here, but he was on here. So I hope. Just uh, like breaking your balls. If he's on here, I, I hope you're enjoying that book that I gave you. I love Lead Slingers, by the way. I think it's my favorite whiskey. It's good. Yep. It's my good. It's it's a really good, just straight up whiskey. Mm. Yep. So. I know. Anyway, we we'll um, put something. We we'll have to put like the tacky tape up or whatever. We'll get them. Yeah, we'll get them. Um, what was I gonna say though? Uh, getting back to uh, one thing I wanted to talk about. We were we were making jokes, and again, we had this conversation on the phone while I was driving, and literally, I did get cut off today. And you know, again, first off, I'm. Not that I was driving my own personal vehicle. I was at work and I got cut off. So I obviously have to behave myself because I'm working and I have my company's name tattooed on the side of the truck. How am I driving? Call 1-800. (laughs) 1-800, you're fired. 1-800, don't care. (laughs) So, yeah, no, it was, was, uh, you know. But I think about it like in terms of like people who are driving. I mean, you should as a Mason in a sense kind of keep chill. 
I guess you could say, because, I mean, you are a mason. Yeah. It's part of what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's even worse if you have a the entire back windows covered in... The company that you work for. No, no, no. Every single Masonic emblem oh, you can possibly too, have yeah. and then have a Masonic license plate. Which you're going to need. You got a new car. You're going to need to uh, yeah. buy a whole new set of those, huh? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes. Poor Black Betty. She died. Yeah. Now I got the Silver Stallion. You're like a silver fox now. You're getting a little older. So you're like a silver <laughs> fox. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think about that in terms like that. You don't want to be driving around with a bunch of freaking Masonic stickers in the back of your car or no. license plates and, you know, f- losing your shit right. on somebody because, you know, it, it is a reflection. Um, so I just think it would be, me and Joe were talking, I think it would be funny to do a little video that portray sh- the internal struggle portray that happens the, sometimes yes. like, you, like you oh, you wonderful guy you gotta <laughs> step on your brakes but be like bright red in the face <laughs> I'm gonna whisper good counsel to you <laughs> this is a whisper like there is times though like yeah. there's times where our, our metal is tested <laughs> we're we're rough ashlers we're, we're not perfect uh, I actually had one the other day. We don't have to get into the specifics, but I was on full-on, full-tilt, I guess you can say. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time I really lost it. Like, really lost it. It's been... It's probably been over a year. Yeah. Since, like, I, like it, when I lose it, it's not pretty. Mm. It is not pretty. Yeah, um, I'm the same it, way. It's been a long time. I've been able to subdue that passion, thankfully. Mm. Thanks to the tenets of Freemasonry that I learned over the course of several years, right. not a one-day festival. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Yeah, you like that. You know, I'm willing to say if the if the Grand Lodge of the State of Connecticut wants to do it, let's try it. I'll support it. I, I'll you support know, it. Let, let's see it. You know, let's see what it looks like. Because there are some people out there with different opinion than mine, and again, my opinion doesn't necessarily mean it's right. It's something I'm working on as a mason. Right. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but no, honestly, if if some people enjoy it, so there's some people I've talked to that are like, yeah, I took a festival, I loved it, got it all banged out in one day, I was able to attend lodge, and it was great, I loved it. Mm-hmm. So you know, to each their own. So I don't think it's an avenue of uh, that we should not explore. I guess or mason shouldn't explore. Uh, it's worth looking into. It's worth looking into, especially if you're pressed for time. Right. You know, I know a lot of people work, you know, especially with all this COVID crap going on. You know, time is of the essence, and it's, you know, uh, not that you can do a one-day festival with right. COVID now, but. <laughs> I just question the uh, meeting suitable proficiency before proceeding to the next degree. How do you, you're kind of loosening that requirement. Right. Or redefining it at the very least, which. I don't know. Some could argue that it's a innovation on Freemasonry. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Well, I didn't say I would argue it. I'm saying some could argue <laughs> yeah, it. All right. <laughs> you, couldn't you make? Couldn't somebody make that argument? Like watching the fruit flies turn into bees. And just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. And I'm, I'm Did just, you kick the hive? <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, uh, no, I'm like joking, somebody joking. could argue that if you want, somebody want to play devil's advocate. Right, right, right. They could say you're loosening the requirements. Isn't that a a innovation on Freemasonry? Yeah, I guess so. There could be multiple reasons why it's not, but somebody uh-huh. could pose that question. Just saying. I know it's, it's been done before, so yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not something new. But I, I, See, the way I look at it is 
Freemasonry is a very, very old craft. It's been around for a very, very long time. And I think of like 1700s. At least. No, um, 1700s. But let's go to like the year 1775, 1776. Do you think uh, Benjamin Franklin would be okay with a uh, festival? One day festival? I'm thinking no. I'm thinking no. (laughs) Uh, Part of Freemasonry is its history. Maybe Franklin isn't the best example. He did some weird stuff. Washington? Uh, You can go as far... No, I know. I'm just being funny. (laughs) Franklin is my favorite Mason. No, but I'm... um, I'm I'm seriously wondering that. Like, would our ancient brethren... And I say ancient because, you know, it's not really ancient, but, you know, our, our... colonial, if you will, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if they would approve of it. And, I mean, Freemasonry draws its... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's, it's like draws their ritual... Not ritual. Uh, traditions? Traditions, thank you. From from history. You right. know, we, we <clears throat> revere our history and the mm-hmm. things that have happened and Freemasonry's been a part of. And I just... I always refer back to be like, is this something that when the founders of Freemasonry and or the ones who from you know seventeen seventy whatever, right, would they approve of this? I mean, I think I'd Franklin think no. would be quite okay with all the technological advances in absolutely, Freemasonry. He would, He'd be yeah. absolutely because he was. I mean, that was he was that he got his guy ass struck by lightning. I'm right, <laughs> right. His little kite. It's not how it went. Woody Woodpecker was there. Was a key. <laughs> But um, but here's another analogy for you. So you and I discussed one analogy this morning. Uh, but before I get to that one, because you'll probably have a lot to say on that. Um, you know, the Freemasonry is ba- based on the Stonemasons Guild. Mm-hmm. So a union of sorts. Mm-hmm. Could a union electrician I attend a one-day festival and be an apprentice, a journeyman, and, a, and become a master electrician uh, I see in one this. day? Mm-hmm. It was a progression of knowledge. It even says it one of our degrees. Right. As you advance in knowledge, <clears throat> right. how do you advance in knowledge in one day? Right. We, you can make some strides, but and, and there are some brothers. Like there's a brother down in Temple 65. Uh, I always want to call him Ben Parker because that's Peter Parker's uncle's name. Um, ben Porter, I think his name might be. Mm. Uh, really young kid, photographic memory. Right. He could see something once and it's ingrained. Right. Not everybody's like that. Right. And you know he he's phenomenal. Right. Um, I mean, and he's he's a young guy too, like really young. He's probably twenty one. He could be one of those nineteen twenty year old guys too. But he's fantastic. I'll bring it back to the military. Well, what do we talk about with the? Uh, well, I'm thinking Marine Corps boot camp is twelve weeks. Yeah. You learn a lot. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna go the extended weekend edition. <laughs> it's right, right though. You think you're going to be able to absorb all that shit in one weekend? Probably not. And there's a lot to absorb. There's a lot. And even you and I talked today. And it's not a matter of, and see, this is, and again, we're talking about opinions here. This is solely my opinion. I want to be right. clear Oh, about. yeah. This is just a dialogue. <clears throat> I take festivals, one-day festivals, as a way to shove Masons in the seat, in the door. Excuse me. Shove Masons through the door to start filling seats. If we only could make money and monetize that. Oh, wait. We do. Yeah, Exactly. It's, it's, it's a way to get money. And this is my opinion. Again, 
I know I'm going to get chastised for this, but whatever. It's not the first time. won't be the last. <laughs> uh, my it's a way. <laughs> oh, there goes the left. Oh, there uh, goes the purple. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> you can say to me, I'm making these comments. Oh, there goes the purple. You lost the purple. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be... That's a great little vignette, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're debating something. Yeah. Oh, there goes the purple. <laughs> you lost the purple. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but honest to God, I'm, I'm, again, I'm probably going to get chastised for this, but I will say the one-day festival for me is a way to get men into mm-hmm. Masons in the door in one shot to fill lodge chairs and to collect money right on the spot. Yeah, you're in, and again, we're talking about my opinion here. You are diminishing their initiatic experience to gain. It's what is it? Um, less lowest effort, maximum profit. Is that how this the saying goes? Right, least amount of effort, maximum mm-hmm. amount of profit. That's how I feel. If a one day festival is, you're, you're you're putting all your eggs in one basket into one day, so you can wash your hands of it. Right, you've so gained your money. You've gained everything you've wanted. And you're like, all right, go be a Mason, though. What? That's, that's why I really <laughs> want to see this study that was done. And really, right. does it compel me to think differently? I'm, I'm really curious to see what's in that study. And I wonder if Ken would have had share. a different opinion. Um, based on what I saw in his comments uh, no. yesterday, no, he was pretty much in line with us. Yeah, I, I I'm... <clears throat> might not have taken the shots that we took, but I think he uh, is generally speaking. I don't want to speak for him, but generally he's uh, his opinion is similar to ours. I think I think that's going to be probably one of our, our newest. Uh, I think that's going to be one of our catchphrases from for a little while at least. What would Ken do? Oh, there goes the purple. Uh, oh, there goes the purple. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say we should make WWKD bracelets when he's not here, so we could uh, keep ourselves within due bounds. But even uh, when why we, is it though? Let me ask. Yeah. When Ken's not here. Why is it you and I always end up getting off the rails on shit? I think the last time it was just you and me. It, it, it we are really happen. bad with feeding off of one another. Well, the first time I was here after uh, we oh, did the after Christ. hours, it was just you and me. That, one, oh, that wasn't off the rails. That was in God. the trees, down the embankment, and in the water, I think. <laughs> that, um, was, that, was a, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. I, it was a, I think it's still up, or did I pull them all down? I'm um, not I'll sure. I think back. that one. You, the after hours? I don't know if they're still that on I Apple iTunes. I don't know. Uh, if not, I, I may have just put him on Patreon for the after hours, but I could be that's wrong. That's probably a good idea. I think that's what I did. Yeah. I can't be 100% sure, though. But um, but even another analogy you and I spoke about today, because uh, you know, I'm not a military guy, but my father was, uh, was in the Army during Vietnam, so I have a, a basic knowledge of it. But I know that <clears throat> when you graduate West Point, you come out a second lieutenant. Yep. So you're an officer mm-hmm. where your experience has been... In school, in essence, mm-hmm. in college, it's it's right. war college. Versus, so take a second lieutenant, whether it be the army or uh, you know, marines or any any of the branches, and put his knowledge, and space experience, force. I like space force. Okay, we'll go space force. Okay. So second lieutenant, right out of the academy, in an space officer, force, in space force, versus a non commissioned rank and your most senior non commissioned rank of sergeant major. Mm-hmm. You're in a foxhole. Right. Who's got more experience? Or you, you even went staff sergeant, and um, 
there was another rank you mentioned. Yeah, that. staff sergeant or gunnery sergeants. They're usually... But it's not... Like, the level of experience is mm. vast. Even though, technically, that second lieutenant outranks that... He's that supposed to have more experience if he's running the show or you know, running... But, but does he have more practical experience? Has not, he practiced the craft of being in command? Not really. Right. Not as much as your senior right. uh, enlisted position yeah. that's been there for... for that's a pretty high pay grade, I'm, I'm sure, on a sergeant major. Um, yes. But, like, there's a very, there's a, different, a definite difference in experience mm. level there that you only get through time. Right. Experience can only be obtained through time. So you could argue that one superior, or even if you tried to argue that the same level of education, there's an experience factor that's extremely valuable there. Well, I mean, I will compare that to, I would have to say, a grandmaster and coming and doing your degrees. Okay. One degree? Sure. I think that's freaking awesome to come back and be able to say, my, gra my grandmaster did all of my degrees or did my degree. Right. It's great. But at some point, and I particularly would have to say this with the Master Mason degree, to have your own, your own lodge, your own brothers. Portray that degree? I'm, I'm yeah, trying to line we'll go here. Portray. We'll go portray, yeah. Deliver. <laughs> deliver portray. that degree? There's, it's more of a delivery, let's be honest. There's there's some <laughs> things being delivered in that degree. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, going, it, it's just, it's more personal because it's somebody you're going to see every single time you go to Lodge and say, hey, that's the guy. Yeah. That's my brother who did this for me. Where's well, the Grandmaster? Yeah, it's cool. He's grandmaster for a year, sometimes two, and then gone. Right, you're probably not. You're probably not going to see him again. You're probably not going to sit with him in lodge multiple times over the next twenty years, thirty years. Yeah, you may occasionally at a table lodge or. Oh, hey, grandmaster! And here's the here's the shit part of the whole thing. That grandmaster probably ain't going to remember you because he has raised or portrayed so many degrees for so many masons. You're just another Mason to him. Funny, they all seem to remember us, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remember us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, Grandmaster. Oh. Oh, hey. Oh, you're, that, <laughs> you're that podcast guy. You're that podcast guy. You're nah, that I, guy. I kid. I kid. No. I joke. I joke. I kid. <laughs> I kid. But. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I think we I'm beat ready. this one. I think we had a good discussion. Thanks for so. our uh, Thank you for tuning in, community everyone. page members for uh, having a good discussion on this yesterday and giving us the idea to, to bring it to the podcast. Something is Sunday. 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 Something okay. esoteric. Okay. Let's go, uh, let's go deep diving. We'll come up with something. Okay. But I, I want to uh, dive into a couple things. One thing I want to dive into is the numerology and the repeating numbers of Freemasonry. Particularly the ones found in the second lectures of some degrees. Yes. Yeah. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Okay. So I think that'd be a lot of fun to actually break down the numerology of stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Because not very many people pay attention to that. So anyway, let's shut it down. All right. For the Freemasons podcast, I am Right Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. And Worship Brother Ken bitched out. So Bye. have a good night, everyone. <laughs>